Hi, I'm Dr. Ted Spear, pastor of the Fundamental Baptist Church International in Kumasi, Ghana, West Africa. Today's message is the second message of a series of lessons concerning the subject of salvation. Today we'll address the topic of regeneration. Let me introduce to you the Fundamental Baptist Church International in Boshane, Kumasi. At our church, we have a motto. We are people of the book. That book is the Bible, God's holy word. And that's why at our church, we have a vibrant Sunday school ministry where we have classes for all ages, both children and teenagers, as well as adults. In addition to that, we also have preaching services on Sunday evening and also Bible studies on Wednesday night. Our church also has an affiliation with the Hope Fundamental Baptist Church for the Deaf, where deaf people have a pastor, missionary Baraka Hall. And each week, these deaf are able to hear the Word of God preached in sign language where they also can understand and receive God's truths from His holy book. In addition to our church services, our church provides transportation for over 200 people each week to come and be a part of the fellowship here at the Fundamental Baptist Church International. So let me invite you to come out and be a part of the Fundamental Baptist Church International and receive biblical teaching and friendly fellowship and love here at our church. God bless you. Welcome back to our series on the subject of salvation. This is the second week in a series that we're doing on the subject of salvation. If you did not hear last week's message, I would encourage you to go to our YouTube channel, The Fundamental Hour, just Fundamental Hour at YouTube, and you can find the first week's message there. But last week we talked about, the, the, the title was, What is Salvation? And as a reminder for those of you who watched and for those of you who didn't watch, um, salvation means deliverance. It means to be rescued from danger. And that danger can be different. You can be rescued from hell. You can also be rescued from a sinful lifestyle. You can be rescued from hell. You can also be rescued from uh, an enemy. Okay, And we talked about that in detail last week. And this week, we're going to talk about the subject of regeneration. And we're going to start in Titus chapter 3, verse 5. And please, uh, these messages that we're, that we're speaking uh, this week and in the coming weeks, they're very much meant to be uh, teaching. Uh, and so I hope you'll listen carefully to what I'm saying and be helped by it, okay? Titus 3, 5, Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. So this verse talks about uh, regeneration. In Christianity, being regenerated is better known as being born again. So if you've heard the term a born-again Christian or a born-again believer, what that 
is referring to is this subject of regeneration. So, the term born again is used by Christ in the book of John. So, we're going to look in John chapter 3. And in this chapter, Jesus tells us exactly what he means about being born again. The Bible says in John chapter 3 and verse 3, it says this, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee. Now when the Bible says verily, the word verily, it means it's true. It's like saying truly. So God's saying it's true, it's true. He says twice, it's true, it's true. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Jesus answered, verse number 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee. Now he's talking to a man named Nicodemus. And he, he says to Nicodemus, Again, it is true, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So, do you want to see the kingdom of God? Do you want to enter God's kingdom? You cannot enter God's kingdom unless you have a second birth. It says born again, and it says born of water and of the Spirit. So the idea of born again means an addition. In addition to the first birth, you have to have another birth. And then it tells us how many births there are. It says there is a born of water, and there's a born of the Spirit. So, we see here uh, Jesus is teaching about being born again, or how to be, or the fact that we need to be regenerated, and that it is required of someone in order for them to enter the kingdom of heaven, or the kingdom of God. And he makes that quite clear here, that without this second birth, you cannot enter the kingdom. Now, that's not all Jesus tells us in these verses, that we have to be born again. He also makes it clear exactly what it means to be born again. And let's talk about that from these verses. The term born again literally means to be born twice. Jesus is pointing out that there's more than one birth that we need to have. Now, most of you watching the program today, you know exactly when your first birth took place. For me, it was February 3rd, 1970. Now, sometimes I meet people who don't know exactly the day of their birth. Someone didn't write it down for them. But most of us know the exact time we were born the first time, and we were born from our mother, and we know the date, and then we know the month, we know the day, we know the year. But there's an additional birth. And that additional birth is described in verse number 5, where God says, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So, there's a water birth, and there's a birth of the Spirit. Now, this should not confuse us, and there should not be any debate as to what this is talking about, because Jesus 
is going to clarify in verse number 6 exactly what he's teaching. And as you study the Bible, you need to realize that God uses a system of comparison, a system of synonyms. He uses words. A synonym is a word that means the same as another word. And God is often using words that mean the same thing to help us to know exactly what he's saying. He often doesn't say things one way. He says it different ways so that the message is clear. And in this passage, he is going to tell us what the second birth is in a several different ways so that the teaching is extremely clear. And what he says in verse 6, he says, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. So we saw in verse 5 that there's a water birth and there's, there's a born of the Spirit. In verse 6, there's a born of the flesh and born of the Spirit. There are only two births. This is not four births. It's two births. It's using different words to explain the same thing. The first birth is the water birth or the birth of the flesh. So being born of water and being born of the flesh mean the same thing. There are different descriptions of the same event. They're both describing the natural human birth. They're both describing your birth from your mother. The, the reason it's described as being born of water is because when a, when a child is in his mother's womb, okay, he is in what is called an amniotic sac. Okay? It is basically, he is surrounded by water. Okay? His mother's womb is like a, a, a sac that encompasses the child, and the child is surrounded with amniotic fluid, which is, consists mostly of water. Okay? And so when a, when a woman has, when she gives birth, that sac will rupture and water will come from the sac and then the baby is born. And that's why the natural birth of a child is described in the, in the Bible as being born of water or being born out of water or from water. Oftentimes when a woman is ready to deliver, when she's ready to bring forth a child, one of the things that will happen that lets her or a doctor know it's time is that her womb will rupture, the sac will break, and water will come out. When that happens, it's time to go to the hospital because that baby needs to come. So that's the water birth or being born of water or being born of the flesh. You have been given a body of flesh from your mother. You're the seed of your father and the seed of your mother came together and it developed into a baby. You received a flesh 
and you were born from the womb. So born of the flesh, born of water, simply speaks of the natural birth of a human being from his mother. The second birth is, is pretty simple here. It's, it's an easy concept because he says born of the Spirit and he says the same thing twice. Born of the Spirit twice and then he also says born again. Okay, so being born again, born the second time is the spiritual birth. And this second birth, uh, this being born of the Spirit, is being born of the Holy Spirit. The Bible uses here a capital S to speak of the fact that we're being born of the Holy Spirit. Um, the, Lord, the word literally means to be born from above. In our Bibles, in the, the English Bible that I use, that I recommend all of you use, is the King James Version of the Bible. In my opinion, it is the Word of God for English-speaking people. And when this book was translated in 1611, the translators who gave us the words from the Greek into English, they wrote notes in the margin of their translation. Sometimes they believed that there was different ways something could be translated, and they would put an alternative translation in the margin of their writing. And what they said here in the margin as they were translating is that the idea of being born again could also be translated to be born from above. And that's talking about being born from above, meaning being born of God or being born of the Spirit of God. So, we have two births that we need in order to enter the kingdom of heaven. And that is we need to be born of water, born from the flesh, born of our mothers, and then we need to be born of the Spirit. And this is what John is describing in John chapter 3, and this is what the Bible is speaking of in Titus chapter 3 when it speaks of regeneration. Let's look at that verse again in Titus 3, 5, not by works of righteousness, which we have done. So, but according to his mercy, he saved us. So the Bible is telling us we're not saved, we're not um, regenerated by our works of righteousness. It is the mercy of God that saves us. It is God who regenerates us or renews us. Now the word regenerate, it means to to generate or to produce something new. The word renew means to make life new or to begin again. It's like getting a new start. And this is exactly what happens when we trust Jesus Christ as our Savior. We're born of the flesh. The Bible teaches us that we're born with the 
Adamic, A-D-A-M-I-C, that's talking about the Adamic nature or the nature we get or the, the, the uh, sinful nature we receive by being born from the lineage of Adam. We're born with a sinful nature. And we need a second birth where we're born from the Spirit of God. That's supernatural. It's something that we don't feel. It's something we can't explain. It's something God does. But it's what the Bible tells us happens when we stop trusting in our own good works or when we turn from our false beliefs and we put our faith in Jesus Christ. We are regenerated. We are produced again. Something is made new. We're made a new creature, the Bible says, and we become a child of God. So when someone is being born again, they are receiving a new life, a new beginning. And this comes from the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost. In John chapter 3, born of the Spirit. In Titus chapter 3, verse 5, it says, the renewing of the Holy Ghost. So it is God that does the work of regeneration. It is God that does the work of the second birth. In our first birth, the ones doing the work was the father, the mother, and God. You had nothing to do with your first birth. All the action was on the part of someone else. You were simply created, you were made, you were developed, you were born by the efforts of others. And just like you were born the first time of no effort of your own, you were born the second time of no effort of your own. But it is the complete work of the Holy Ghost of God. This is born of the Spirit. You were the fruit of the womb from your mother, and you are a fruit of the Spirit of God when you're born the second time. In order to produce anything, work must be done. You cannot have production without work. Somebody's got to do the work. In the act of a tree bearing fruit, the fruit is the production. It is the produce. It is the byproduct of the tree. The tree did the work. In the fruit of the womb, the child is the produce, the mother and the Father, and God did the work. In the idea of being regenerated, born of God, born into His family, born as a child of God, it is God that does the work. And the Bible makes that clear here again in Titus 3, 5, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us. All man does is accept eternal life by faith. God does the work, but after that, do you have to do anything to keep yourself? 
regenerated? Well, let me ask you this question. Did you have to do anything to keep yourself as being born from your mother? No. Once you're born, you can't undo it. You can't unborn something. You will always be your mother's child. Your parents will always be your parents. If they die or you die, it doesn't change the fact that you were born. There's nothing you can do, no sin you could commit that causes your mom not to be your mom. It's a done thing. And the same thing is true when we put our faith in Jesus Christ and we're born the second time. We cannot reverse that action. We cannot undo what God did. You cannot unborn something. God does the work. We are the fruit of that work. And praise God, it is an eternal action. You cannot lose your salvation. Now what we're talking about in this series on salvation, we're specifically dealing with what happens when you, are, when you put your faith in Jesus Christ and you are saved from the punishment of hell? We're dealing with how that happens, what happens, what God does. And we're also talking about how it, how it impacts your future. So when I put my faith in Jesus Christ, and I'm born the second time. I am regenerated. I am made new in Christ Jesus. It is an eternal event. It cannot be undone. And I have the security of knowing that I will never, ever, ever go to hell because God did the work. And if that can be undone, then that means God's work is not eternal. That means we're, we're casting judgment on what God did. We didn't do the work. If we had did the work, then maybe it could be undone. But it is God that did the work. And God does perfect work. And God does eternal work. And God has promised us right in John chapter 3. John chapter 3 verse 16. In the very chapter where he talks about being born again, he tells us, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God said that if you put, believe on Jesus, he'll give you everlasting life. If you believe on Jesus, you'll be born of the spirit and you'll have everlasting lasting life not a temporary life not a life that ends the second the next time you sin but a life that is eternal the finality of the first birth the birth of the flesh is proof of the finality of the second birth once you're born you can't be unborn and once God rescues you from the punishment of hell and promises you everlasting life, you cannot lose that. What a blessing to know 
that we can know for sure that when we die, we'll go to heaven. Not because of our work, not because of our goodness, but because we have been regenerated. We've been born from above, born the second time. We are a child of God. We have uh, come into the family of God, and that is irreversible. Let me summarize by saying this. The doctrine of regeneration teaches us that we have an eternal salvation because of our spiritual birth cannot be undone. Our second birth, just like our first birth, is final. Neither of these births happened because of our own works, but they happened because of the work of God. And in the first case, in the birth of the flesh, the work of our parents. If you've trusted Jesus Christ by faith as your only way of deliverance from the second death, then God has regenerated you and given you everlasting life. You are a new creature. Your salvation is eternal. Praise God. Regeneration is final. Now, again, this is a series of lessons on salvation. Today we've talked about regeneration. Next week we're going to talk about imputation. I think as you keep following this and coming back every Sunday morning and listening to what I have to teach you from the Bible, you put all these messages together, you should be able to see clearly this idea of salvation from the Scriptures. So I hope you'll come back next week and listen as we talk about imputation. Thank you for watching the Fundamental Hour. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Sarver, the Vice President of Howes Anderson College of West Africa. I am so impressed by how many Ghanaians have a desire to serve Christ Jesus with their life. At House Anderson, I have received a foundation for sound biblical doctrine. I appreciate so much the practical training I'm enjoying from House Anderson Bible Training College. Our president, Dr. Ted Spear, knows the importance of sound Bible teaching and ministry training. I thank God for the students that he has brought to our Bible college. God has blessed our college with wonderful educational facilities. We have classrooms, library, chapel for inspirational preaching, and also time and space for other enjoyable activities. Do you have a desire to serve God? We hope that you will allow us to have a part in your training. At Howes Anderson College of West Africa, we are all about Bible and ministry training. If you are interested in training with us, please call us or message us at 054-435-2810. Anderson College, training Africans to serve Christ. Christ.